0: Welcome out to a Nerd Named Mark podcast. This is a... I don't even know what episode this is, honestly. Uh, I'm starting... It's I'm getting older. But it's uh, episode 23. That's, you know, I figured it out. We did it. And it's come to my attention that I didn't know this post-editing last week's episode that I actually forgot when I was mixing everything down. It left out my intro and my exit music... Because I didn't find out until like two days later. And one my friends like, hey, where'd your music go? And I was like, what are you talking about? So then I go to listen to an episode, and it just starts with me talking. And I was like, ah. But I didn't want to re-edit it and go back through. It would have messed up everything from an analytics standpoint. So I just left it as is. This week there will be music, or there was music. You already listened to it. And so uh, in a couple days, four or five days or so, it's going to be Christmas. And I decided, you know what, like I talked about last week, I'm going to talk about Christmas movies to this, in this episode. Um, We're going to do the normal structure. I'll talk about comics and games in a minute. So I'm going to do Christmas movies, my favorites. And a few of them, people would put asterisks next to being like, oh, they're technically not Christmas movies. But I consider a Christmas movie doesn't have to be Christmas themed. That was a loud motorcycle. It doesn't have to be Christmas-themed. It has to take place during Christmas, you know? Because movies that actually have to do with Christmas, I personally find really boring. But if there's a Christmas tree somewhere in frame, or it's snowing, it's a Christmas movie to me, and then I like it. So, yeah, that's not what we're going to get into. And also, I'm not going to talk about Die Hard. Just get that right out of the way. Die Hard, yes, it's a Christmas movie. But I'm just tired of the Die Hard debate so much on the Internet. I'm not even going to talk about that movie. So, before we get into that topic, let's talk about some comic books cuz I had some nice polls last week. Um so Doom 2099 number 1 drop. Haven't read it yet, but I got the, one of the variant covers cuz I'm a big Doctor Doom fan, so I was like, "Oh, I'm curious about this." Obviously, my go-to is Gogo Power Rangers issue 26 dropped. Uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man number 13. And then Archie 1955, number three, a five drop. So it's going to be another five-issue run, just like the Archie 1942. Um, This is 1955, which takes place around the birth of rock and roll. So it's like an Archie spin on, you know, that basically rock music coming into fruition. I haven't, I read the first issue. Then I was like, well, it's only a five-issue run. I can wait. I'll pick it up and I'll read it all at once. Because when Archie 1942 came out, I was reading them as the issues were coming out, even though it was a five-issue run. It was one of those things where I was like, I was tired of waiting. You know, you got to wait for the next issue. It's only a short run. It's not an ongoing series like an X-Men or Spider-Man. So, I was like, I should have waited. Because so, by the time the fifth issue came out, I just sat down and read all of them anyways in one sitting. So, with 1955, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting them as they're coming out, and I'm going to read them all in one sitting. But I've been loving the covers because... The 50s is kind of, like, my favorite time frame, my favorite decade. Um, you know, all the political, everything else aside, but, like, the cars, the music, you know, the, the, the drive-ins and, you know, the diners and malt shops, like, all that stuff. I think it's because I really liked Back to the Future when I was a kid, and I really like car hops. That's why there's, like, a few, you know retro restaurants that are themed like that out here in san diego like the corvette diner this and that i love going to those places um so yeah the 50s kind of that's that's my 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 thing i like that time frame so yeah uh, i'm excited for this this run to be done so i can read it uh two more issues to go and then i'm gonna sit down i'll probably talk about it again and you know that's it so like i said that's a small like i've been talking about the last couple weeks small run i only picked up what four four comics this week maybe five because i picked up a a couple back issue stuff but just cutting back on the comics and because it's just that time of the year where i'm just not you know i'm only getting stuff i want to read i'm not really buying to collect or buying to resell anyways um i still plan the episode that was lost months like a month or two ago it's i can't salvage the audio but there will be a new version of that episode coming next year which I'm going to talk about in the next episode. Um, we're going to talk about plans for what's going on next year, all this other content. So, you know, be sure to check out episode 24. But this is episode 23. And, yeah, so that's it for comics. Video game wise, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still on my Diablo 3 kick on the Nintendo Switch. Um, been running higher level, greater rifts in the 70s, running stuff on Torment 12, plus, like, just trying to. Trying to get a nice build and finish Steven's in 19, all the things, so I can get the pet and the little um, portrait frame and this and that. So I've just been really gung-ho in that right now. Um, I do plan on picking up a few of the Compile Heart Idea Factory games like Fairy Fencer F, Advent Dark Force, stuff like that because they're on sale in the eShop right now. So worth picking up. Um, Also, thanks to my coworkers, a couple of my friends, i uh, going to be diving in on the Xbox into the Master Chief Collection, primarily ODST and Reach because those were delicious games. Uh, it was kind of funny because Game Pass updated and they added Untitled Goose Game this week. Downloaded that. Me and lady were playing it. And I was like, I'm glad I didn't buy this game. Honestly, I see how people are like, oh, it's fun, this and that. I, it's entertaining, don't get me wrong. But I would have never spent 15 or $20 on that fucking game at all, ever, nope, but it was was slightly enjoyable, and fun, and a little humor, but it was just, it's, I couldn't, I played it for, like, 20, 30 minutes, and I was like, I, I, let me take a break, I can't do this much longer, um, besides that, for games, no, like, we're still throwing down in some Just Dance 2020 every once in a while, but, game primarily just a Switch, um, Diablo 3, just owning everything in, my life right now for games and uh nothing really so I was going to see about movie, like so Watchmen's done on HBO, right? Going to talk about some TV really quick. Uh I got two episodes left to watch cuz I kind of fell behind and I, w- I prefer binging shows. I guess Netflix kind of warped my way of watching TV shows where I can't wait every week. Uh so I'm going to be binging that over the weekend since it's holiday time, be inside a lot, not really, not much work to do, so, get to be lazy, and then, uh, His Dark Materials, we caught up on that, one episode left for the finale, which is on Monday, that's gonna be crazy, I know it got renewed for another season, so I'm excited for that, um, not gonna talk about Star Wars, okay, so, you know, given the internet and how it is right now, honestly, I, uh, Even if I have a negative or positive opinion of Star Wars, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because if I say anything positive about Star Wars, people are like, Oh, you're not a real fan, or oh, you're stupid, or you don't know what you're talking about Or if I say something negative about it, they're like, Of course you're a white male, you're gonna say something negative about strong female lead and it's like, Okay, you know what, just gonna keep my mouth shut, not gonna say anything about it, it's Star Wars Am I going to see it? Yes. Am I hyped to see it at the point where I'm like, I need to see this right now. I can't wait to see this. No, not in the slightest. It wasn't like when you saw the first trailer for episode seven and you're just like, oh, shit, I need to see this. And you buy tickets in advance and you get all hyped up the night before. And then the day of you're like, I don't want to go to work. I want to just go to the theater right now and stand there and wait. I have a lightsaber. Let's go. Woohoo. Then 7 actually came out, and then 8 came out, and now nine's out, and it's like, oh, it's over finally. Thank you. Thank you for ending my misery and my suffering. Hypothetically, though, that is not my opinion. I don't know what my opinion is because I'm not going to tell my real opinion because I don't care to have to deal with the internet trolls and people who also have opinions that might conflict with my opinions because, yeah, suck it. That being said, let's jump into the Christmas movies because um little known fact about me, my least favorite holiday in all the history and all the holidays that we get in our 12-month calendar year, my least favorite holiday is indeed Christmas. My favorite being Thanksgiving. That is my favorite holiday. And then Easter because Easter is kind of like a mini Thanksgiving where it's like there's still some sort of like fancy family dinner. But then there's also chocolate. And like when you're a kid you get a basket full of like gifts. And I remember sometimes when I was a kid my, my basket full of gifts would have like Sega games in it. And Super Nintendo games and comics and candy. Obviously the, the candy was not making contact with the comic books. Because that would decrease the value Of the comic books and not keep them in a fine to near mint condition. But yeah, no, so, like, Easter and Thanksgiving, top two. Then Halloween. But Halloween, like, if you listen to any of the shows in October, Halloween is just a whole month of celebration. it's not actually the Halloween and the dressing up I like. I just like horror-related things. So, it's kind of like an asterisk next to that. So, yeah. So, Christmas, not uh, really, like, Flag Day... And, like, 4th of July and, like, Arbor Day and stuff like that is above Christmas in my tier list of holidays. So, yeah, there's that. Um, So, when it came to Christmas movies, I never liked the sappy, feel-good, Christmas-joyous-occasions, Miracle on 43rd or 42nd Street type movies. I didn't even like, okay, A Christmas Story, that's a trash movie. Just throwing it out there. Remember, this is my opinion. It's not fact. Like I mean, I know TNT and crap like that play it for like 24 hours straight on Christmas Day. But for me, personally, trash movie. Never really liked it. Don't get it. Tried watching it when I was a kid. Hated it. Tried watching it when I was a teenager. Hated it. Watched it as an adult. Hated it more. Nothing about that movie appeals to me. And just to get it out of the way, just like Die Hard, Okay, Christmas vacation, National Lampoon stuff. Chevy Chase is a genius. He's hilarious. So though that's already a given, that's like on ninety percent of everyone's list. So anything National Lampoon, in the word Christmas, and it stars Ch- Chevy Chase, doesn't count. It's a Christmas movie. It's amazing, but I'm not gonna. It's it's a, it's a, it's just standard. It's like a pinned tweet. It's pinned on the list. It cannot be taken off. So with that being said. I'm gonna start off obviously with a horror movie, cause why wouldn't I? Cause I'm predictable. So, right off the bat, a 1974 classic, Black Christmas. I mean, okay, so the remake just came out, and I don't want to see that. I don't want to. I want nothing to do with that. I mean, they remade it what in 2006? Carrie Fisher was in it. A few other people. That one was decent for a remake. It wasn't a good horror movie in general, but it was like it could turn into like a guilty pleasure, like Christmas horror movie to watch. The newest remake don't even give two shits about, but the original from 1974, I I slightly enjoy. It wasn't really anything spectacular, genre defining for horror and slasher films. I mean, sorority killer going after sorority, the end. That's basically it. I didn't spoil the movie for you, but I just basically covered the whole entire film, but. Um, so Black Christmas is on my list, and, ah, uh, I don't know, we're gonna, we're gonna save that one for a little bit down the road, so, there are some Christmas movies, like, I'm a hypocrite, honestly, and I contradict myself a lot, like, you're gonna learn this over time, I mean, it's, this is episode, what, 23, so we've, we've been, you know, we've been, I mean, we've been doing podcasts for, you know, a couple months now, you know, so you guys kind of get this, I contradict myself a lot, I'm kind of a hypocrite, but aren't we all, so even though I hate Christmas themed movies, I I like comedies, like horror isn't the only thing I like, I like comedies, I like to laugh, who doesn't like to laugh, so Jingle All the Fucking Way is on my list, because one, Sinbad, two, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the fact that they are fighting over a toy, best thing in the world, and I don't know why, like, it's just, I would, when I saw that movie when I was younger and this and that, I don't know why I thought it was cool. I was just running around saying it's turbo time all the freaking time. Like, non-stop, ad nauseum, just annoying my family. It's turbo time. It's turbo time. So, you know, and it's just actually, it was kind of like a really funny, because like, I, I think that was around the time Arnold was doing kind of like the more, like twins, kindergarten cops, stuff like that, because he just got out of like Conan and, and, you know, Terminator and this and that. And then it's like, he, he went there out doing, like, oh, let's do some, you know, family comedies, you know? And it was Sinbad. When Sinbad was, like, a sought-after comedian and actor. Because, you know, people forget about Sinbad. Just like they forget about, like, Arsenio Hall. You guys forget about them. Sinbad, I mean, he was around for a couple years in, like, main media, like, movies and TV and stuff and stand-up. Then he disappeared because maybe his earring was too big. I don't know. So, that's on my list because that's it's an enjoyable movie it's guilty pleasure i think i watched that not every christmas but i've watched it a majority of around christmas time a majority of the time in the last you know decade or so of being in a, a full-fledged real adult um so continuing the trend of comedies obviously because that's where this is going uh there's a movie called the night before so it had Seth Rogen, uh, Anthony Mackie, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and I don't know why the I don't remember like I haven't seen the movie in a while, but the only thing I remember is just Seth Rogen tripping on a whole bunch of drugs in church, uh, and obviously he's Jewish, so like he was just tripping balls. And that was, like, the main thing. But I just remember the main story is they were trying to get this, like, elusive Christmas party. Because it was kind of, like, their last uh, Christmas together. And, and, you know, so they used to go out and party. And they'd start with karaoke. They were trying to get this elusive Christmas party. And I just remember I didn't actually, like, love the movie. It was just very entertaining to me. And it just happened to be a Christmas movie. Even though it was Christmas-themed. But it was one of the few times where I was like, okay, because... I'm not the biggest Seth Rogen fan. I am a fan of Joseph gordon lovett but I mean, they—they they, this is like the string of films because they did Fifty Fifty together and then this, so like they have good chemistry. So it was it was a enjoyable movie. I didn't mind it, and I put it on my my list of some of my like go to Christmas movies, you know. And these are technically my favorite of all time because there's not really that many Christmas movies I like anyway. So, honestly, when I was going through the list and trying to pick movies that I actually, like, own and watch, I was like, oh, this is a Christmas movie. I tolerate it and I enjoy it because, honestly, if I was going to go my all-time favorite Christmas movies, there's only, like, two on the list. And, And one of them I'm about to talk about right now, Batman Returns. That is a Christmas movie. Christopher Walken's character literally gives a speech in front of a Christmas tree Batman, slash Bruce Wayne, makes a joke about Catwoman eating mistletoe. It's a Christmas movie. And it's the only time a Tim Burton film will ever make it on a list of any of my favorite films. Because I don't like Tim Burton. I'm very outspoken about Tim Burton. I mean, Tim Burton's up there with uh, that Guillermo del Toro for me. I don't like either of them. They have just a pattern and a style... That they always use for every movie they make. And I find it boring. Because they don't try anything new. Except for every once in a while. Tim Burton might actually add a new color. To his actual film. Besides black, white, and red. And maybe the occasional green. So. You know. That's the only time Tim Burton movies ever going to make my top anything list. As Batman Returns. Um, also. It'll, it'll, it, Batman Returns will make for a comic book list also. By the way. But I just like. And, and it's like. I don't know, I put, like, it's an action movie, it's a comic book movie, there's some humor in it, like, Danny DeVito's great as a penguin, Michael (laughs) Keaton is actually a really good Batman, I think he's an underrated Batman, um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, yeah, Christopher Walken, it's just a, it's an overall really balanced and good film, and I know, you know, a lot of people say, oh, there's too many villains in it, it's like, no, it's good, it was balanced good, I liked it, and it's a Christmas movie, so I'm gonna be watching it this year for Christmas and it's you know it's also another way to sneak a, a comic book movie into the the list of our christmas movie playlist so to speak um but it's kind of it's kind of easy it's kind of it's not easy to debate batman returns not being a christmas movie compared to my next comic book movie which is iron man 3 i hate iron man 3 in general from a trilogy standpoint i didn't like it it wasn't the it was a really weak finish to a trilogy that even with Future Avengers and Civil War, Captain America Civil War, like they couldn't really retcon how that movie turned out, and it's so another reason why I don't trust Shane Black as a director. Um, he almost redeemed, he kind of redeemed himself with the Predator sequel reboot that came out, but honestly, like he's not that good. He's not that good of a director. But it does take place at Christmas because he got Pepper a big stuffed animal as a Christmas present. And he was working on Iron Man Tech, dancing around to Jingle All the Way. Not the movie, the song. So I count it as a Christmas movie. Um in the fact that it takes place in the Christmas time frame. So it's loud. It's it's a Christmas movie. It's not the best by far at all. Would I rewatch it this year? No. Am I gonna rewatch it ever? Probably not, honestly. When like I when I went through a star marathoning the MCU films again, on Disney Plus I it was like, you know, I'm going to leave Iron Man 3 off of the list. I don't need to watch this. Like, I'm okay, especially with how Avengers, The First Avengers ended. I had high hopes for Iron Man 3, but that's another that's another story for another time because this podcast will be like 5 hours long if I have to debate my issues with Iron Man 3 and the, and just break down that movie to frame by frame and talk about the trash in it. So, We're going to move on, politely, to the next one on my list, which is Office Christmas Party. (laughs) Okay, so I know there's kind of a theme. It's either horror, comic books, or just raunchy drug and alcohol related comedies. And if you notice that trend, you are correct. That is the trend. I don't know what it is about those types of movies. Maybe it's because... They get the cheap laughs out of you with the cr- the crude humor. Or maybe ever since Cloverfield, I'm a T.J. Miller fan. Regardless of his personal life and what he does on a, on a train or a subway or Amtrak or where the fuck he was on. You know, his personal life aside, he's entertaining. I like his stand-up and I enjoy the, his comedy roles. And Jennifer Aniston's in it, so there you go. Like, why wouldn't I want to like this movie? But honestly, there's no real substance or anything really from a story and writing standpoint, and even dialogue that makes this that great of a film. It's just an office party that goes out of fucking control. Oh, wait, no, wait, how many times did I swear now? Okay, we're still going to put this down that this is not an explicit podcast. <laughs> um, I think it's because I'm just overly tired from working so much, and I still have the Christmas shop, and I'm sick, so... And I'm kind of hungry right now, but that's besides the point. I'm going to get a burrito in a bit, because... It's Taco Tuesday. So I'm going to get some tacos and some burritos from Ponchos. Nice San Diego burrito spot. If you're ever over there, look them up. Trust me. You'll thank me later. But, yeah, so office Christmas party is just so raunchy. And everything about it is great. Like, I've worked in a corporate environment. I've worked uh, in an office, this and that. I've been to Christmas parties. And you always... Hope that they would just go crazy like that, not from you going crazy, just to witness it in person, and then hold that shame over their head for the next calendar year, but none of my office parties were ever like that, none of my work parties, so I was like, ah man, I, so this was kind of like one of those things, like, I think that'd be cool if shit went down like that, and I just swore again, wow, I'm foul when I'm sick, I have no, the medications to make me feel better are just not, they, they remove my filter, but yeah, so Office of Christmas Party, definitely one of those films you want to just be like, okay, if you haven't seen it, it's a good, like, it kind of reminds me of Horrible Bosses. It might be the same people working on it. I don't know. But it's it was a good film, and it's on my list because it's one of those ones where you can mindlessly watch it. There's no real deep thought process to it. You just watch it, enjoy it, and it's over, and then you move on with your life. But the next movie I'm going to talk about is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It is also one of my favorite just movies in general of all time. It's, do I say, one of the best Spielberg films ever created. One of the best horror films. And it gave us one of the most iconic and most beloved characters ever with Gizmo. That's right, I'm talking about Gremlins, the best Damn movie ever! It's a Christmas movie. Like there's Santa hats. Like I've talked about before with horror movies, where you know the the music, the setting, everything. Like that movie actually generally creeped me out when I was a kid, but then I still loved it because I wanted I wanted a magwai so bad. I wanted my own little gizmo, or even Spike. I would have settled for either. I just want to make sure that I didn't feed them after midnight, like at eleven fifty nine. I would have gave them a cheese it and then I would have been like, good luck until 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because they never really said, you know, honestly, like, what the time for. They just said don't feed them after midnight. They never said when you can resume feeding. So I would just assume 8 a.m., um, maybe 7. I don't know. The rules were kind of, you know. I don't think there was any wiggle room with the rules and no gray area. But it was just... It had a little bit of everything. It had the subtle racism (laughs) of the neighbor... Thinking that foreign people were putting gremlins in the vehicles. It had... You know... uh, Just a hard-working kid... Working at a bank with his beloved dog... And you know... The lady who always wants to just murder the dog... So you had like, you know... The the animal hater... You had the dad who was a broke inventor... Just making all these cheesy stuff... And by the way... Half those inventions I feel like would have worked... Like, something about the egg one, where the little thing, cracking the eggs and dropping in the pan, that was kind of cool. Like, I don't know, maybe it's because one of my favorite movie franchises, and also it was a TV show, growing up as a kid, was all the Ernest movies, like Ernest Scared Stupid, Ernest Goes to Jail, those ones. So something about the inventor, the dad being an inventor, kind of reminded me of Ernest with all his little contraptions sometimes, and even, you know, if you want to get more in-depth, P.B. Herman also had some contraptions, and, you know... Big adventure and big top, so I felt like he was like a hybrid of those two characters mixed with a little bit of John Candy in there. So maybe that's why you know I kind of like the dad, but everything about that movie, like I can watch it all the time. I've actually rewatched it way too many times. It's the point where anytime I'm out in a store all year round, if me and the lady are out shopping or anything like that, and I see something gremlins related, I'm like, ooh, can I get that for the apartment? I just put it on display. And then I get told no, because like if you haven't seen it at Target, they got the NECA um, Gremlins two pack set where you can change the faces and hands and put a little Christmas hat on them, and it's Spike and one of the other Gremlins, the unnamed ones. And I was like, those are badass. Eventually, when I have a house, I'm gonna have a Detolf just full of Gremlins merch, and I'm gonna have a wall one of the walls in the office is gonna be dedicated to Gremlins. That's happening. But that's my point. So yeah, Gremlins. Is my number one favorite Christmas movie. And while everyone's been debating on Twitter about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, which this is the same thing every year people debate, and I just slide in there with just Gremlins. Gremlins is the greatest Christmas movie. Die Hard is a nice action movie. It's a decent Christmas movie. Die Hard, okay, Die Hard, the first one, Alan Rickman, freaking wonderful. You know, Bruce Willis, good, good job on him. But... Die Hard? Okay, Die Hard's not that great of a movie. It's a really good movie, but it's not like the end-all, be-all action flicks, and it's definitely not the best Christmas movie, because that is still Gremlins. But, that's my little rant on Gremlins. Anyways, with all... we're really going to dial it down back on the way out of the episode. I just want to say, you know, happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, By the time this podcast comes out, Hanukkah starts. You know, whatever... Holiday, religious belief you have, whatever celebration you're celebrating, be safe. I hope you get to spend time with your family and just be happy. If you're on break from work, enjoy the time off from work. If you do have to work, I'm sorry. Hopefully, people treat you nice if you're working retail because I know, as someone who worked for a corporate chain during retail, during the holidays, it's rough. Just like I said with Black Friday, and the next couple of days are gonna be, you know, even crappier. So I hope, you know, you, you get through your shift, then you get to go home and unwind. Maybe sit down, get yourself a nice beverage, and then you get to put on one of the greatest Christmas movies ever and watch Gremlins. Yeah, I'm back on Gremlins because Gremlins is amazing. That's my point. I just want you all to be safe for the holidays and Merry Christmas. And we got one more episode of the year coming out, which is going to be me going over all my favorite games, comics, movies, TV shows, just everything nerdy and pop culture of the past year that, you know, I enjoyed just a reflection episode and go over some good stuff. Um, so yeah, if thank you for listening to episode 23 of A Nerd Named Mark podcast. Remember, you can go to anchor.fm slash podcast, and, you know, find all the links. It's on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. It's on all your podcast listening apps. Go ahead and subscribe. Leave a little five-star review. Um, I still got the email at pod at NerdTaku.com. I haven't checked the email. I've been really busy. I saw that there were some in the inbox, and I apologize if you haven't gotten a reply back. It's going to be very hectic. Uh, next week, I'll be talking about some of the stuff I'm working on, so you'll get kind of an idea why it's so busy. But thank you for listening to a nerd named Mark podcast episode 23. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. My name's Mark, and I'm a nerd. <music>